Hello and thanks for tuning in to Zach Shuffle. My name is Zachary Close. Today we're having a very good guest, a very good friend of mine. His name is Jeremy Wiz. Jeremy, how the fuck are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Just uh, hanging out in One Springs, Oregon right now. How long have you been there? Oh, you know what? Me and my fiance. By the way, I got engaged, Zach, if you didn't know. Her name's Sharon Williams. How long has that been going on? That's been going on for about a year now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, uh, but anyways, I've been uh, hanging out with my fiance and her friends. We've been in Warm Springs for about a week now. Yeah, there's not a lot to do out here, to be honest, <laughs> aside from get drunk and get baked, you know? I wouldn't doubt it. Is it hot down there? No, it's actually, you know, I'm sitting out here by myself. Um, it's uh, pretty rainy right now. Lucky, it's been pretty, like, really warm and Sometimes really hot out here in Alaska. Yeah, how hot has it been out there, friend? Well, to us, we find 70, 70 degrees really hot. But yeah. hot enough to make people go to the beach. I guess so, dude. Like, it, right here, it's been about, I'd say, 50 or 60. It's not hot or cold. It's just wet, you know? <laughs> Real moisty. Real moist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, moist. <laughs> yeah anyways what shall we talk about friend it's been so long i i mean okay so okay i guess let me uh just start on saying i tried acid for the first time not too long ago that was um holy shit let me tell you friend ever since you recommended uh what's it the midnight uh what was it the midnight gospel yeah, the Midnight Gospel. Okay, so ever since you mentioned the Midnight Gospel, I was I watched it before, like before I tried acid, and then I watched it after I tried acid, and I was like, God damn, dude, this hurts. Dude, I watched the last episode twice because of how emotional it makes me. I just I love how they portrayed that. I love how betray they portrayed the actor. You know, the guy that made the show. I love the yeah. way they portrayed the guy that made it and his mom, which which you shared, by the way. I remember you told me that his mom died soon after the recording of this, right? Yeah, I seen a video of his saying it was like somewhere around three weeks or so. Right. And uh, I don't know, like when I was on acid and you shared that to me while... I was mid-trip. You shared that to me, and I watched that episode. I was like, that made me very sad because I was like, you know, it just made that just made a lot of, I don't know. The whole entire episode made me cry. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I didn't even do any psychedelics when I was watching it the first time. I was just stoned out of my fucking mind and <clears throat> bawling like a little kid. The, the whole mortality of the whole mom thing that made me sad more than anything, especially considering what you mentioned earlier, which I'm not going to mention, but like, you know, you've mentioned to me previously how you're struggling with stuff like that. You know, it's hard. It really is. And what his mother says during that podcast of his shit's really moving. Yeah. Right. And I, I honestly want your intake on that whole thing. You know, the whole that whole entire episode, because I know you're struggling through something like that, so I, I just want your input on that kind of stuff, you know? Well, 
if one person's sad, then that would make everyone sad, and that's n never a good way to go. If you want to be sad, that'll make everyone sad, and... I don't know, that sounds, that's like a guilt trip in a way, but it's also, you can't really do nothing about it. You gotta accept it. You gotta cry, like the mother says. And, I don't know, shit can get, it can be pretty hard losing someone to addiction to drugs, heroin, to cancer, to alcoholism, liver failure, random diseases. Let's say this new flu virus going on, the coronavirus. Or the bird flu, H1N1. I think, okay, so, because I, I've i never experienced stuff like that, I feel like it's safe to say that, uh, I mean, there's a lot of emotions coming along, you know, it's safe to say, you know, whatever feelings, in this case, whatever feeling you're feeling is okay, you know, it's awesome, because it's awesome. <laughs> we just got to be in the moment, you know? Why do you think dogs are always so damn happy? If if you meet a mad, bad dog, of course it's because of the owner, the trainer. But other than that, most of the time it's a good dog. It's a good boy. It's a good girl. Right. I don't know, man. But I've had this discussion with other people about the whole death thing. And it just it just sucks that we're born to see a lot of other family members or even not even family members, but people we love as people. Exactly. They, they <laughs> die and shit like that. And, it, and for me anyways, it's, it's hard for me to conceptualize that because I don't know. I, I was born to this world because <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know why I was born into this world, but you know, it, it just sucks that it just so happened to be part of that, being part of this life, you know. Not even people we love, but, like, artists and stuff like that die. It just, it's just hard because they're not going to make any more of that art anymore, you know. And it's a shame that with all these musicians or artists overdosing, they can't release more art. And I love art. Who doesn't love art? I know. It's a shame. And usually it's after a few years it'll be, some of them were like revolved around drugs, bad like bad drugs, math, shit like that. Right. And they just way be gone and no more drawings. A few years later they'll probably OD or if they haven't already, they probably did. Right. I don't know. Most people's creations just usually die out once they touch like Oh, bad hardcore drugs like meth, heroin. Isn't that weird, uh, though? It really is. Like, <clears throat> I mean, con considering the great artists of our time, you know, not even street artists, but like artists in general, it's weird how they're, how some pieces are considered timeless pieces. Like, you know, oh, we can't get rid of this, but some pieces of art are like, they just erode over time, you know? Yeah. Like most hip-hop rap rappers now these days, they're all into hardcore drugs and they're just ODing left and right pretty much, it seems like. Right. It sucks. It sucks that, I guess, 
involving yourself with drugs considers yourself hardcore, right? Like meth or heroin. They're considered like hardcore people you don't want to fuck with. Right. But we don't want to fuck with in the first place because, well, they do heroin and meth. And most people like us, most normal people are like, uh, we don't like that kind of shit. We like to enlighten ourselves. We don't want to fuck up our lives, right? (laughs) Exactly. You know, we like psychedelics like uh, acid. Yeah, shrooms, uh, LSD, you know, stuff like that, DMT. That's the other stuff. Like, I heard a few stories of people saying, like, oh, yeah, I feel like I teleported into this alternate universe. And that's pretty much it. When was the first time you did any hallucinogenics like DMT or acid? Oh, man. Wasn't that when you seen the guys in the ghillie suits? Or- oh, dude. Yo, that was... um. I remember that vividly. Okay, I think that was the second time I tried shrooms. It was uh, you, me, I think it was Chris San Francisco, right? And a few other people, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was at Delta Park. I can't remember what year, but I remember that vividly. I'm glad you're <laughs> – I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was crazy thinking, oh, I was the only one that saw ghillie suits that day, you know? <laughs> I'm glad someone else saw it with me. <laughs> but yo, that was fucking crazy, dude. I'll never forget that. I shit you not. I'm pretty sure that park was pretty foggy that day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Real cool, but a little trippy at the same time. Exactly. Yo, that was crazy. <laughs> I always talk about that story about the time that I saw ghillie suits in the trees in Delta Park. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh man the stories we could tell while we were in high school man remember I talked about this earlier I was like oh we're just gonna end up talking about high school stories <laughs> she was pretty fun though she was pretty weird too cause I came from like a tiny little ass town and went to Portland Oregon and boom my mind was exploded by all these things my mind was blown by like almost every little thing Right. And next thing I know, just became a total pothead when I moved there. Fucking pothead. I'm, I'm trying to remember. How did we meet? Do you remember how we met? I know it was through school. Can't remember exactly how we met. You know, no, I think the first time we were usually just fucking around in school. Like, right. Shortly after I started sitting at your guys' table, I was like, okay, let's just fuck around for a bit. And then right. one day you invited me over to play, what was it, Call of Duty? I don't remember which one, though. Yeah, it was uh, it was me, Keely. I think it was you, Keely, me, and someone else. I think it was, it might have been Maggie or someone like that. But yeah, it was the four of us. We were at the table, and that's kind of how it came to be. Pretty much. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that we've, it's hard to believe that we're adults now, you know? Fuck, I'm 24 and I barely know what I'm doing with my life. I'm 25. But Another 60 years to go, at least. Unless some world apocalyptic thing happens, like an asteroid destroying planet Earth, or some type of super black plague, or zombies. 
that you know what's funny believe it or not i don't know if you've ever read this book it's a book called uh survival guide to zombie apocalypse yeah there's books called uh, the survival guide to the zombie apocalypse and apparently don't go into big cities well yeah that makes the most sense you don't want to go to a place with millions of people in a fucking city you don't want to go there to a city don't do it. <laughs> Don't do that. That's how you get yourself zombified. Right. Yeah. There that that fucking book is crazy because it just describes what to what to do and what not to do in the zombie apocalypse. It's a pretty good book. It's fascinating. I highly suggest it. Well, you got me sold, man. I'll most definitely buy that book. What video games do you play? Do you still play video games? What video games do you play? Um, okay, so the game that I'm playing a lot right now is The Division 2. It's Tom Clancy's The Division 2. I don't know if you've played it or not. No, I have not played it. Although, I have seen pictures and fan art of it, and some of it looks pretty badass, to be honest. Yo, that game is so fucking good, but it's so frustrating. I've given up on Call of Duty. Like, I've tried to play it, and I've tried to log in. But there's a lot of complications because of that, so I'm like, uh-uh, I'm done on, uh, I'm done on Call of Duty. So I've given up Call of Duty. I'm playing The Division Two, and I highly suggest that because it's like Call of Duty, except it's like an RPG, you know? Dude, that game sounds pretty badass, to be honest. It is. So like, you can get shotguns and assault rifles, and uh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, you can get stuff like that, and uh, they're. They're worth a certain amount of damage, right? But you can get improved versions of that. So it's like, you know, you can get you can get better. It's like an RPG. It's like Skyrim with guns. So it's like a different version of Fallout 4 then. Yeah, it's like Fallout 4. It's like Fallout 4, basically. So there's this game I tried. It was kind of like Fallout 4, but you can like customize your gun while in the middle of fucking fighting people. I think it was called like Homefront or something. Homefront? Shit was pretty good until all the it just kept crashing so damn much. Is it? It was almost a good game. So I don't know about you. My favorite thing is I, I, I know that you and me have the same interest in music and I know that you and me like to diss the same kind of music that other people like. <laughs> I like to make fun of like depressing music. My favorite band I like to make fun of is Nirvana. Dude, that's one of my favorite bands. Nirvana was so badass back when I was in middle school. One of my favorite bands back in the day, but I do too. I love making fun of that band, even though I love them with a passion. (sighs) Courtney Love, grunge music. 90s music, <laughs> heroin, you know. Yeah. Shit like that. Speaking of Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, who do you think, uh, how do you think Kurt Cobain died? Who do you think killed who? What do you think happened? Obviously, it's Courtney Love. It's like asking if Carol Baskin fed her husband the tigers. Uh, duh. Obviously, that dumb bitch Carol Baskin fed her husband 
two with Tigers, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Courtney Love and Carol Baskin are related. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, com- just can- completely kidding. Do not quote me on that. I do not want to get harassed or anything. And we're totally going to quote you on that, Jeremy. I mean, go ahead. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that documentary, The Tiger King? Yeah, I just finished it a while ago. Shit's all fucked up. I thought I was going to be like, oh, oh my. A guy's going to be like living with a tiger and then bang, boom. And then it got real fucking dark real fucking quick. Dude, I don't know about you. Okay, so when I went to Walmart recently and there's a, like, you know Hawaiian shirts, right? Well, I decided I bought one at Walmart with tigers and flowers around it. It's my favorite Hawaiian shirt of all time. It has, and I like to quote myself when I wear it, I'm like, I'm the Tiger King, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ti- like the Tiger King himself, that guy's a bit of a dickhead, though. Yeah, he killed, he killed a couple of tigers. I mean, He's badass and everything. I love what he does. He's crazy and everything, but it's like, yo, you fucking you, you killed animals and that's not okay. I like even the people that were keeping the tigers were like, you know, we had personal connections with the tigers, each and every one of them, and like we we felt really bad about it when we had to put them down, you know. Shit, if I was a tiger keeper, and I had to down, and that was the last thing I like they would see was my face putting a gun to their head. Oh man, I I would feel terrible. Like I know, at least some of the tigers were completely innocent. I bet, and whether or not they shouldn't have resorted to just straight up shooting them. Right. I mean, uh, like especially considering me, I love animals. Like, I love animals more than people. I mean, last time I checked, a dog never robbed me of anything or wanted anything for me except for treats and loves, you know? Dude, I love dogs. Who doesn't love dogs? Exactly. I go the same for, like, tigers. I mean, if I, like, think about it. If we raised a cub, a tiger cub, up to adulthood, and then you had to put it down, how heartbreaking would it be? That'd be the most heartbreaking thing. That's like, uh... It's like growing up with a dog and someone just antagonizes the poor dog and it gets so mad and riled up it actually bites them and it's actually the person's fault because they're the ones that was antagonizing the dog Pretty much being a fucking bully. Like they're five years old. Like a goddamn bully. And that's why they get put down. At least most likely a good 15% of innocent dogs are put down because a person's being a bully. What the hell? There's like exactly. a million other stuff you could do. <clears throat> exactly. So it's like, I I mean, it, it's like that they are put in that situation. But, you know... It's their job, and unfortunately, their job, I don't know. It's just heartbreaking. 
<laughs> I don't know, but anyway. It really is. But that, dude, that documentary, in general, like, aside from all the heartache and shit, very well put. I loved it. <laughs> and here's another topic. Jeremy, do you believe in aliens? Do I believe in aliens? Yeah, there's got to be something out there, obviously. We can't be the only ones here. I mean, it's a bigger universe than just the Milky Way. That's a little critter out there. Watch, we find Kirby out there. Oh, that'd be cool. That's right. That's how we're going to die. Is by Kirby. going to find Majin Buu and overtake Majin Buu's power, become Majin Buu, and destroy the universe. That's right. That's how we're going to die. We're not dying by uh, COVID. We're dying by Kirby. Find out there's like little cute bunnies out there and they're like all demonic and fucking demonized and they just destroy universes. You know, that kind of reminds me of uh, Mr. Pickles. You ever watch that show? I've seen quite a bit of the episodes, but that show is pretty cool. And it was just as awesome as Metalocalypse. But, dude, imagine if Nathan Explosion and Mr. Pickles or Metalocalypse and Mr. Pickles had a fucking crossover. Middle Mr. Pickles. <laughs> you know what my favorite part about that is uh, when Mr. Pickles would talk to animals and he would, and, like, his eyes would just get all dark and he would just be like, um, num, um, num, 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 num. They were like, you know, and it'd be like a giant bear or a wolf or some shit. And it, they'd be like, nom, 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 all demonic and shit. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of episodes of that show, but the ones I did see, I loved it. It's a great show. Yo, fucking, I miss Metalocalypse. I wish that, you know, I remember uh, I used to have every single episode of Metalocalypse and I would watch that. I had the whole series of Metalocalypse for a while. I loved the movie. It was a big old metal musical. It was Metalocalypse musical. Who doesn't want a Metalocalypse musical? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I wish I had my Xbox right now, dude. <laughs> I got an Xbox One right now, and oh my god. Ugh. Sometimes I feel sad for Xbox users because you guys can't experience Final Fantasy VII Remake just yet. Shut up. Don't remind me, asshole. I know, I'm sorry. But I have it right now. I've beaten it. I just need to beat it on the hardest difficulty now. And I'm still in the fucking, like, Chapter 3, and I'm fucking stuck. I can't use potions. I can't use elixirs. I can't use none of that. And my MP is limited. But Final Fantasy VII was actually a really good game, the remake. Yeah. I haven't played... Well, I played a little bit of the original, but I never beaten it. But, spoiler alert. But I shouldn't spoil it, because you haven't played it yet, and that's not right. You need to experience the game for yourself. It's a fun-ass game, and you're going to love it, I bet. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I will not spoil it for you, Jeremy. Thank it is a great game, and I highly recommend it. Thank you. Just like the Spider-Man game. Thank you. I will. And that's the end. I would like to thank you, Jeremy Wiz, for having 
being a guest on the show, and I would like to thank you all for being a listener and a viewer to my very first podcast, The Zach Shuffle. And thank you, and have a good rest of the day.